Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hi, guys. It's me, and it's that Wednesday that I really love, and I know you're sick of me saying that, but uh, it's very true. And today is going to be an extra special day because today is Earth Day. So I got the idea to do a show on the very huge problem we have here in California on the drought. And I thought, well, this would be great to do some sort of earth healing. And then, of course, later, after I publicized that I was going to work on the drought, the higher self came to me and they said, uh, let's make it global. We're going to work on the weather patterns globally. And so they didn't really go on to explain exactly how it was going to unfold. So there's a part of me that's a little bit nervous only because... As you know, I don't work on the planet on a regular basis, so I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm also at the same time confident it's going to unfold properly. They they explained that the due to all the listeners, that the energy that is present here during the radio show, even both live and even if it's archived, is so great. There is so much energy here that we can make a massive difference on the earth itself. So I'm like... Okay, I get that. Um, they've been leading us there slowly but surely the whole time, haven't they, guys? So here we go. Uh, it, it, here we will go on working on the weather patterns globally. Now, before I get to that, I want to talk about a couple things briefly. Briefly, first of all, I need to tell you what's going on over the next four weeks of my radio show. First of all, next week, the 29th, will be a dark day. I will not be on the, I'll be traveling. My daughter has gotten engaged and I'm going to visit her and I'll be traveling that day. I will not be able to do the the radio show and I'm really sorry about that. I will miss you guys as always, but I want you to know ahead of time so you didn't think I suddenly I was off the show Uh, just because I had a dark day. Now, the next three days, the next three radio shows are going to be different than I've ever done before. So let me explain exactly what's going to happen. Okay, now, in February, I was at the Conscious Life Expo, as you probably remember, and I talked with a very nice gentleman who is involved in setting up a contact expo in Joshua Tree, California, on May 29th, 30th, and 31st. And he asked me when at the Conscious Life Expo, he sat down with me for about an hour, and he really urged me and uh, encouraged me, he wanted me to participate in the expo myself. And I was really excited about the idea of doing it because I thought, oh, here's an opportunity. You know, contact has to do with all sorts of contact. <laughs> I don't know the full extent of it because it's not an arena I'm that involved in. 
But I was excited because I did think it would be an opportunity for me to unveil, so to speak, that fifth more of the fifth dimensional element, to explain more of that fifth, fifth dimensional element to to people at the expo who those participants that would be uh, or attendees that would be coming would be interested in contact of all sorts. So I was going to unfold the contact element of the fifth dimensional side of my work. And But as it un- began to unfold, it turned out that circumstances were such that I am really not able to participate in it. However, he then came to me and asked me if I would help promote some of the exhibitors, some of the guests there. And I said, yes, that I would, because... As you guys know how terrible I am at self-promotion, I I don't know that everybody is that bad, but I do have value and appreciate the need for promotion. And so I said yes because I thought, hey, I can do a small part to help promote the people who are making the effort to be an exhibitor. It's a, it's a big effort, guys. If you you know if you've been to one of any kind of expo, a lot goes into the preparation of the exhibitors that are there on the floor for everybody, you know, everybody's benefit. And so I thought, you know, I can I can definitely do this. The other thing is I also saw it as an opportunity for myself to do something new, to get to know new people and to see what else is out there. As you probably know by now, I'm very involved in what I teach and what I share and have been doing so for a long time, and I'm not that conversant on what else is out there. I've heard of a lot of things, a lot of people, a lot of information, and there's so much good out there, I know, but this is an opportunity for me firsthand to learn about what some of these other people are talking about. So on May 6th, 13th, and 20th, I'm going to have one guest on each show. The first show will be Rosemary Guiley, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. It's G-U-I-L-Y. This has just been organized yesterday, so I have not become fully conversant in all of these guests, and I will certainly be fully conversant very soon. But just because it was organized yesterday, I literally have not had the uh, opportunity. I did skim some of uh, Rosemary's stuff quickly, and... I feel like she has a lot to offer, as all the three that I have invited on the show. And they can talk on many different topics. They have elements of spirituality and elements of healing and elements of uh, contact. They have lots of different uh, elements. So I can guarantee the shows are going to be interesting, (laughs) very interesting. But anyway, so Rosemary Guiley is on the 13th. Laura, no, it was on the 6th. Uh, she'll be live on the 13th. There'll be a pre-tape show with Laura Eisenhower. So, and on the 20th, there's a live show with Mark Peebler, who I guess he's called Dr. Dream. Uh, again, I don't know exactly what they're going to be talking about. I'm going to be reaching out to each individual over the next few days to set some, you know, get some ideas of what they want to do on the show and all of that. But I do know it's going to be very interesting, and I want to thank all of my listeners for tuning in. I know many of you will not be able to attend the Joshua Tree event, but 
I'm sure they will share the information to their website and their YouTube channels and everything else so you can follow them with your heart's content if you find them interesting. There's no requirement that you find them interesting. As you know in this show, it's about standing between belief and disbelief. But if you're listening to something and it resonates with you, there will be an opportunity to to explore, I'm sure they, they will tell you all of their information, so there'll be a big opportunity for you to explore more and more about them. Of course, you can go on Google yourself. Again, it's Mar- Rosemary Guiley on the 6th, and it will be Laura Eisenhower on the, 20th, on the 13th, and Mark Peebler, Dr. Dream, on the 20th, okay? So I think it'll be exciting. I'm very much looking forward to, to doing the show with the three of them, and I do so hope that you guys will be interested and most likely after these three people, I'll be going back to more or less what I'm doing now, but you never know. The show could change yet again (laughs) uh, over time. Uh, Okay. So before I get to the healing on the planet, I want to just briefly give you some feedback from last week's healing. As you recall, I, I worked on Ernesto who was having trouble feeling good about various job offers. He he would feel good about them at the moment, and then he would, the minute the interview was over, he'd start to have doubts. Uh, he didn't know. He was worried about if he takes one job, he might get locked into it, and it wouldn't be the right job. So it's all about what if I make the wrong decision, and maybe I'll discover I'm not happy doing that, and then I'll be locked in, and I can't leave. And so there was a lot of worry and anxiety around this whole job issue for him. And he, he But he was aware that he, could, he might be robbing himself of opportunities by having this hesitation. So that's why he asked for the healing. And I have to say, I don't fully, don't remember the healing, as you guys know by now that it is like being in a dream state when you come out. It is so sharp. It is so right there in your brain. But a few a day or several days later, like with a dream, you go, what? What was that all about? Gosh, I can't remember the details. And it's just very much the same uh, for me in this work and has always been. And, too, I do work on a lot of other situations and conditions and people. So <clears throat> sometimes I get things mixed up. I, <clears throat> Excuse me. But in any case, he uh, wrote me and he he did not listen to the show live. And one of the reasons I want to give you this feedback is that he did not listen to the show live. And he sent me an email and he was very concerned. Will he really get the healing if he listens to it again as the uh, listen to it as the archive show? And I reassured him as best I could, because many of you know who do listen to the archives, it does help. Every single time you listen, it is not about having to be live because when you go into the, when you activate the focus of attention and go into the state of amalgamation, whether it's with the original amalgamation or archived amalgamation or whatever, you will be doing the healing. And so he wrote me after he actually listened to it and he said, he said, when I was listening to the healing, I felt like a lightning shock that went down my entire brain. Usually, I only feel part of the top of my head tingle when meditating, but this caused a more powerful sensation. I believe it was at the point where you were talking about the wisdom I had 
and have that was not accessible today to me. Today, I've noticed that my third eye is always there. I usually only feel it when meditating, but I can now feel it even when holding a conversation with someone. So this is exciting because he had a real result, real significant um, change or shift, and it was with the archive show. And that's why I wanted to let you guys know. Again, I know there's easy to be doubtful. It's easy to wonder, really, what is she talking about? Well, the fact of the matter is, and I've said it before, every time somebody listens to the archive show, the healing is happening again for the person concerned, whether it's a listener who's not even involved in, in the healing itself originally. Because every time that we go into that state of amalgamation, we activate those divine energies. We're giving them permission to do the work. And so, yay, it's happening. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's the scoop on the feedback. Now, I didn't, luckily I didn't get a request for this week, so I am doing the earth. But I do want to, before I start, and again, I'm a bit nervous because I don't know where it's going to go. I remember the last time I was working on the Indian Ocean, all this slave ship stuff came up. That was just really out of the blue for me. I didn't know what to expect, but it was very powerful. And so I have confidence that something really interesting will come up today. But I do want to give you this information or this reminder, or maybe it's just information for the first time if you haven't heard the show before. I want you to keep in mind, even though it's hard to wrap your brain around it, that the planet, this planet, is a soul, okay? And it carries, just like every soul, a pure soul essence, okay? It has a physical body, and it has etheric bodies, just like every other soul. It has chakras, chakras, guys. So we're going to work on the planet in the same way that we work on ourselves or other people. Now, this may take some effort for us to move into that place of neutrality between belief and disbelief because the planet being a soul is not something that is common uh, concept out there. Uh, I've known since the early 80s that planets were souls because I had the benefit of listening to the higher self information starting a long time ago. And so for me, I have a comfort level with it. But I, until that last time on the show, I've never actually worked a healing on the planet. Wasn't sure how to go about it, you know, exactly what was going to happen. But it turned out okay. And it's actually the highest listening numbers of any of my shows. So it must be speaking to somebody, uh, to others. So I'm excited about today. I've, I've meant to come back to Healing the Earth, and now how fortunate to have Earth Day be on my radio show day. Yippee! Okay. Now, so what So I want everybody to do is I want everyone to get comfortable, you know, take take a few deep breaths, you guys are going to be part and parcel of this healing. All of us are going to be working to send energy to help with the healing of the planet itself. And we can all do it because this divine light that we carry is massive, it's powerful, and it's effective. And so we're just going to go for it. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the results are going to be. But the planet is having enough issues with 
the raising temperature, the rising temperatures, uh, the average temperatures, the melting of the the uh, ice, um, the masses of ice on the two poles. It's having problems with weather and all over the globe, either too much rain or too little rain, too much snow or no snow. I mean, it's just prevalent everywhere, the problems with weather. And so we're going to tackle it, okay? And again, we don't know what's going to happen, but I do know whatever we do is going to be a help uh, is going to be a help, and it's a step in the right direction. It's the energetic side of helping the earth. Now, many people really care about the planet, and those of us who live in the drought, we work very hard. At least many people do work very hard to cut down our consumption of water use, whether it just means taking shorter showers or not uh, scrubbing the, not doing the dishes quite as often, making that dishwasher's you know, crowded and full as possible. Any little bits that we can do, not watering as often, that sort of thing. The Everything that we can do, people here are doing because it's very severe. And I've lived through, personally lived through two other droughts, very severe droughts. There was one in, when I was at Chapel Hill in North Carolina and we got down to 10 days of water. The entire, it was in the fall and the entire uh, athletic program was shut down because they didn't want to have to keep the urinals running all the time and have all the athletes showering. So they canceled homecoming. I mean, you know, you have to know in the South, football is big. And so they canceled all those games. I mean, it was so, so, so severe. And so, you know, I haven't let the water run <laughs> while well, I'm brushing my teeth for many years. And even when I was in High school, I, um, I lived through a very, very severe drought, and so that was my first introduction to it. And anyway, we're all trying in our little ways, no matter where we are, to do our part to help the earth. We're all trying to recycle. We're all trying to put it as small a carbon footprint as we can. And those things are absolutely important in helping and healing for the planet. But what we're doing on the show today is an energetic healing. We're going to work on the energetics. doesn't mean it's not going to affect the planet's body itself. It will. It will have an effect, just like when we work on our own energetics to help ourselves heal an illness pattern or a discomfort pattern or dis disability pattern or whatever we have in the physical body. So we're working on the energetics of the planet Earth today, but it will affect the physical body of the planet as well. Okay, so everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, I just have to take a little, another drink of water here. The thing with the radio show, I don't have ads and things to put on so I can take a little break. So I just talk, 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 and you probably get sick, sick, sick of it. But anyway, this is the show. Okay, so everybody get comfortable. Take a few deep breaths and begin to quiet your mind. And I want you to just, we're just going to start. I want everyone to just listen to my voice and allow yourself to bring your mind's eye in so that <clears throat> we can activate the focus of attention. And the focus of attention is really important because we want to set up the now moment. I'm seeing already immediately this the rim of that wheel, the, the symbol that I 
seems now I use it every time, but I see the rim and there are just so many people on it, hundreds if not thousands of people uh, on this rim being part of this healing today. And it's I don't know that everybody is listening live because it's the past, present, and future listeners uh, that are being that are here, so that there are a lot of listeners, and the Earth is already seated on the you know symbolically on the hub between us, that symbolic hub. Now I want to set everything up, but the higher selves have indicated that it's all ready to go, and so the now moment is already in place. And I now am asking that we all expand it to the forever now moment. Now, this forever now moment, I want you to understand, is going to be very, very large. The It's not only each going to encompass the totality of all of us on the rims, past, present, and future nows, meaning the totality of our soul process, our soul experience over many eons and eons and eons of time that we've been evolving and uh, and processing, it is also encompassing the totality of the uh, soul of the planet Earth from the first moment in time it was born as an expression of the originating source as a planet. Um, so with all of us and the planet as well, there is a just an enormous forever now moment being created and it's just crossing or spanning the universe, known and unknown, and there's an awful lot of unknown here, okay? There's an awful lot of unknown expanding the universe in that time-space continuum that I often mention. And right away, I want all of us to begin to focus on the pure soul essence. Now, the pure soul essence is that part of all of us, including the planet, it's, that is been with us from the very first moment we've been expressed. It is. It could be likened to the DNA from our parents. It's the uh, connection we have 24-7 to the originating source. It is who we truly are because that's what who we truly are. Just like the cells in our body, uh, each cell carries the full double helix, even though the cell may be a bone cell or a brain cell or a blood cell. Each cell carries the full double helix. And in the same way, every soul, no matter how we're expressing, whether we're expressing as a human being or a planet, the soul is carrying that pure soul essence. And as the planet moves through its journey, just like we do, it moves up its frequency level. And then the the other souls, it houses upon it, if it is a planet that does house souls like the Earth is, the 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 souls upon it mirror the frequency of the planet itself. So as the planet is moving up in frequency levels, it is able to carry or house the higher and higher frequency level of souls. So the planet has reached the human level of frequency, and as a matter of fact, it's reached into fairly high levels of human at this point in time. And so many of the humans on here, most of the, all of the humanities really on here are very um, relatively high frequency level souls. Please do not judge. You may think that some souls cannot be high level or high frequency. Please do not judge. This, each soul is so such a snowflake. We can't understand ourselves totally, so let's Let's understand that, that every soul carries the pure soul essence. Every soul is equal to every other one, and there is no reason to judge or to find a hierarchy involvement here. 
um, we love and care for each and every soul. So, and every soul will look different. It will present differently depending on its uh, issues, its problems, its patterns, and whatever it has um, experienced over its journey. Okay, so now... um, So I'm asking that we focus on the pure soul essence, as I said, and I'm feeling the planet's pure soul essence, which is going to benefit all of us because as that pulses out and uh, moves through the time-space continuum, moves into and fills the forever now moment along with all of our pure soul essence light, the energy that's been infused in the planet uh, is that divine material balance and so that is also being brought to all of us simultaneously so while we work to heal the planet the planet's energy will also be working to help us so it's a very nice energy exchange here okay i'm also going to now ask that that we all amalgamate with the conglomerate higher selves our own and everyone else's including the higher selves that are in charge of the planet earth there are many fifth dimensionals that that are part of the uh, working from the service dimension of the fifth, dimen- fifth dimensional level. They are many, many fifth dimensionals that are helping the soul in its evolutionary process. And those souls, those fifth dimensionals are here as well, part of the uh, conglomerate amalgamation. And... It's just a very, very, very powerful energy field that we've set up. The last step is simply to consciously invite in and move to be encompassed within, to be amalgamated with, to be merged with the originating source of all there is. And this is the guarantee that this healing is going to be brought to the very highest level possible for each and every soul, including the planet Earth. Now, before I continue, I would also like to activate the Rainbow Bridge energy. This is going to bring not only our chakras into the highest level, but the chakras of the planet Earth. All of our chakras will be lining up with that, those of the originating source and allowing us to move those chakras into the very highest level of efficiency that we can. That we can. I'm also seeing the Rainbow Bridge uh, moving from each and every one of us, moving to... Uh, down the symbolic spokes from the rim to the hub where the planet itself is sitting. Now, I am seeing uh, the the image of the planet, of course, is very shrunken. It looks like one of those globes that you get as a kid maybe um, where, you know, it's sitting on a shelf or, you you know, you're studying geography and you use the globe, those kind of things. I'm seeing this is the globes we used before the day of Google. Uh, In any case, I'm seeing a smaller version of the Earth sitting on this hub because I just can't keep, I can't, my mind's eye just doesn't expand to encompass the totality of the size of this Earth when I'm so much smaller. So the higher selves have thankfully shrunken down the symbol. But I am seeing the entire Earth sitting uh, on the, the hub, and it's interesting because there's a little indent. Um, of course, it's a symbol, but it's so cute. There's a little indent so that it sort of snugly sits in there, and it's just going to uh, be present for the healing. Now, just like any soul, I'm going to see if I can pick anything up. 
and I am feeling and experiencing what could be interpreted as a cry for help. Now, again, it's it's hard to wrap the head around, but I just have to go with what the higher selves keep explaining to me that there is uh, that it is a soul like like every one of us, and so therefore there if it's at the same level that we are uh, in order to have humanities on the planet, then it means it has a sense of awareness. It's hard to get your mind around it, but I am going to begin just by... Okay. Well, what's happening is the higher selves are... Uh, I'm not talking to the planet right at the moment because immediately I'm starting to see the healing session start. And what I'm seeing is literally around the equator, almost like a belt around the planet, There are they've been set up little, what I want to call tornadoes uh, of, of white energy, of light. And these tornadoes, just like a regular tornado, pulls and sucks stuff from around it that gets moved into the tornado and then thrown out and discarded and, and, you know, a real tornado wrecks havoc with stuff and it pulls houses and cars and, and trees and all sorts of things into it. These little tornadoes around the planet, and I, there, there are quite a few actually, but there are tornadoes of light. And what, what it symbolizes for me is, um, they're sucking the, the energetics around the planet that aren't working, that are imbalanced, that are uh, not, that are in some ways hurting the planet. And so I want to just focus in. And But because they're light, as it begins to suck in, I see energies coming from both the poles. The, so the sucking action, the pulling action is, even though the the tornadoes are around the equator, the pulling action is they're pulling stuff from the poles. So the entire planet is being addressed by these tornadoes, by these tornadoes of light. And the tornadoes of light are sucking in issues, patterns, hurts, wounds, anything that anything that any soul could have, it's sucking in from the entire globe. Okay. Now, as the stuff, the toxins, the the misunderstandings, the pollution, the hurts and wounds, whatever it is, and I'm going to focus on that in a second, is moving into the tornado and it's being processed, neutralized, and then the tornado is growing in size because as the elements are being neutralized, it's then being absorbed by those by the light within the tornado. And so the tornadoes are actually getting bigger and more powerful as they go through this process. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I can just see so much help going on here. There is so much help. I see a lot of uh, higher selves here actively involved in this tornado process. Yikes. Okay. What I'm seeing in essence is dark dark energy being absorbed and part of the dark energy I'm literally seeing what I call either energy identities or altered realities. And right now the altered realities that are being called in and it's going to be very general because there's so many of them. I can't tell you each and every thing but there's their altered realities 
energy identities of, of suffering, of tremendous amount of suffering, of agony and despair, a lot of agony and despair. There's also here a lot of cruelty. There's a lot of cruelty, a lot of... Um, um, a lot of rage, a lot of attack, a lot of war, a lot of conflict, all of that stuff. It's just the the anger, the um, the the need for re- revenge is here. Oh my gosh, revenge! Uh, the some, very some it's sometimes very limited viewpoints about what justice is. The idea that in order to have justice, you have to punish. And the punishment can be all over the map. The consequence of somebody not not being, you know, doing something quote unquote bad has meant many different forms of punishment, which in some and many cases is a tremendous amount of cruelty. Putting somebody in jail, beating them, burying them alive, burning them at the stake, you know, all of that sort of thing. Killing, a lot of killing and murder and mayhem. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And and a lot of grief and suffering. A lot, a lot, a lot of grief and suffering. Now, okay, well, it's, it's amazing how quickly this is going. I thought this was going to take me the whole two hours, but I'm seeing these tornadoes getting very, very large. There is a lot of help here. Now, There's something else going on. It's very interesting. There's something else going on. There's a lot of uh, a lot of the imbalances around the planet are, uh, of course, being absorbed. A lot of the imbalances of weather. A lot of the imbalances of uh, the the imbalances of the the different societies, the have and have not kind of societies. The um, the different levels of suffering, the the different types of viewpoints that are and belief systems and and concepts and ideas that that people lock into that that can be painful or, or lead them to be stuck. So there's help here going on for the, even the humanities on the planet. It's just very interesting. There's a lot of stuff here and I'm it's just so I'm so overpowered and overwhelmed by it it's hard to even verbalize but there's I want to say and I think I know the reason for this I want to say that the misunderstandings and all of the issues that the that the humanities have on the planet are also being called in as part of this these tornadoes because the humanities and the planet itself all of the kingdoms including the plant animal and mineral kingdoms, we're all in this together. So in essence, this healing is happening for all of us. The Not just what we would think planet and its body, but every part, all the beings, all the souls that are being housed are being helped here. And the main issue I'm seeing being helped is the, the, the material or issues with material balance. Okay, this planet carries this divine material balance, which 
is all about materializing, materializing from the abstract to the concrete. You all heard me talk about this before. And we're here. All of us are here. The humanities are here because we have an issue with this in some way. We're not doing it in whatever way that is balanced. And it's not just about money. It can play out in the financial arena. But as I've said before, it also has to do with manifesting the balance of the gifts and talents, uh, bringing those out from the abstract to the concrete, same with relationships. But there's another thing, the, uh, there's another element here that I want to bring into this whole thing, and that is that this material balance is the I have energy. Now, the I have energy, there's so much imbalance here on the planet between the I have and the I have not, or I have lack, okay? So what I'm seeing being addressed here, and it's taken me a while to come around, is that the imbalance of the I have energy is being um, being addressed. And so the individuals upon the planet who, what, no matter what arena they fall into, if they're out of balance in any way, that those imbalances are being called in. Literally every single person on the planet is being helped in this way. And I can feel it myself. I don't know if any of you listeners can feel it, but I feel the tornado action on me. I feel myself. So not only are we adding our energy to help with the healing of the planet, but we ourselves are also receiving the help. I feel that whatever imbalances that I'm carrying, whatever is, um, see, if we don't, if we, we either have the I have or we have the I have not or I have lack. This might be another way to look at it. And so we we are all, uh, whatever the imbalances are, we're all letting that go. We're all being part pulled in by this very powerful, uh, these white, light, powerful tornadoes. And the earth is, is really, has as many toxins of the mind as we do. We have so many issues and problems and misunderstandings from our whole sojourn, the same with the earth. And so these toxins of the mind are really being addressed, really being uh, dissolved and neutralized. It's very exciting. Um, I see rage. I think I might have mentioned this again, but I keep seeing rage. I see vengeance. This is a very this is very, you know, an eye for an eye or that sort of thing. I see uh, imbalances with the issue of power coming into fray here. There's a lot of issues here um, around power, uh, the misunderstandings of power, the misinterpretations of power, the the lower frequency levels of power. Or power means how many slaves we have or how much influence we have or what our status is or how many people we can control and dominate. All of these kind of more or less uh, lower frequency level concepts that were rampant on the planet for many millennia, for probably most of the uh, time the humanities were housed, this, these power issues are also being absorbed and uh, neutralized from the totality of the planet. Now, the imbalance of the power it feels connected directly to the weather patterns. Probably everything is connected, but for some reason that's the indication I'm getting now, is that the weather patterns 
have been affected by the imbalances in the uh, the power as it is been processed throughout the journey of humanities on the planet and the misunderstandings and all of the misinterpretations and the actions and the feelings and everything around the issue of power. It also deals with powerlessness, powerlessness. And I think the reason why it definitely affects the weather patterns is because weather is powerful. It's Mother Nature. And if we have drought, that's very powerful lack that we are experiencing. If we have flooding and too much rain or too much snow or too many blizzards or too many things like that, it also has a powerful effect. And so there's imbalances all over where we are, places are having a 100-year colds or 100-year floods or 100-year fires or 100-year whatever, you know, very unusual uh, events that haven't been around for centuries, a century or centuries. And so we have the whole thing about Mother Nature very much is connected with this power issue. So I want each and every one to open up your own self to release any and all imbalances that you may carry. The Tornadoes are pulling it in from others who are not aware or not part of the show and from the planet. All the issues around power and powerlessness, both those dichotomies, because, you know, they're, they're often we see them on the opposite sides of the coin or the opposite ends of the pendulum. And what we want is we want that balance. We want the pendulum to be right in that state of balance and proper understanding. So all of that, oh, it's just amazing the amount of power issues that have been the part of the toxins of this whole planet for so long. I mean, who would have thought? But in any case, it's happening. And these tornadoes now, as they are absorbing the light, of course, they are have become very huge. And I'll tell you what else is changing about the image that I have is that now the tops of the tornadoes are getting so wide, it's as if they're, they're creating a blanket of light around the planet. Because as they expand, instead of just going further and further up, the, it's, it's almost as if they're, the sides or the edges are lapping over 360 degrees. And so they're creating like a canopy of light around the planet, a canopy of, uh, safety, a canopy of harmony, and interestingly enough, this canopy is now working on the ozone layer. Okay, so what's happening is this canopy is working on the ozone layer. It's very important, and I never thought about it before, but it is important. We know that. We know there are holes in the ozone. So now this canopy of light has moved in through and around the totality of uh, around the planet, creating a blanket of healing, a blanket of light around the ozone. And the holes in the ozone are actually, they're actually, um, it's almost like holes in our auric field. I know you guys have probably heard that we can get holes in our auric field sometimes. And when we have those holes, negative energies can be pulled in and be housed there. And that's the sense I'm getting from the, the 
from the, the ozone layer is symbolically like a, an auric field and there's negative energies housed in these holes and this light is beginning to dissolve away the holes in the ozone layer. It's very exciting, guys. It's very exciting. I mean, you know, I don't know what the results are going to be or whether we'll even have an indication that there have been any results because we may not, but we're not doing it in order to have results that we know. It's not about patting ourselves on the back. It's about doing what little we can or our bit, our part in helping the planet because other, just alone we can just recycle so much what we use that needs to be recycled. We can become involved in certain activities in our communities too, but we rarely have an opportunity to affect the planet globally and this is what we're doing right now so i want everyone just to know and i'm seeing now the holes in the ozone they all that negative energy that i saw there the canopy is absorbing and turning into light and now i just because this is what i do when i work on healing an auric field i want to send in the divine plasma energy into the ozone layer where the holes were the plasma energy can become anything uh, it touches and so it's moving into of course in the highest ideal it never does anything wrong and it's moving into the ozone layer and it's beginning to uh, become to fill that those holes in the ozone layer with ozone it's becoming the ozone now those holes will not be as strong and as contiguous or as solid is the rest of the ozone layer. So I'm also putting around a symbolic gold, golden thread just to hold the plasma energy there while it has a time to knit and to quote unquote solidify. And I don't mean become solid, but you know, to become as strong as the ozone around it. Okay, that's pretty cool. Now, okay, now this is interesting. What's happening now is that the the white energy, the very powerful divine energies, is now at both poles, moving down at the top, down to the center of both poles. You know, I see it as top and bottom, but you know what I'm saying. Both in the Arctic and in the Antarctic, I'm seeing light coming down, uh, creating a, a kind of funnel, just like the the tornadoes of light that we had around the equator, and there's a funnel into both of the, oh gosh, this is so interesting, who knew? I, I'm about to cry, guys, really, but there's a funnel down to both of the Antarctics, and what I see it doing now is it's bringing the, the, the I don't know whether it's the electromagnetic situation around the planet into balance, uh, or it's just magnetic, but I got electromagnetic, which I have no idea. I'm not any kind of scientist like that. But I feel like it's balancing, bringing in a state of balance, the whole electromagnetic field around the planet, around the poles. And that affects, I think, everything from tides and the moon and I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, whatever it affects, though, it's bringing in, I'm feeling this very deep sense of calm. I feel a sense, uh, that it's almost as if the frenetic energy around the planet when we started is now getting so absorbed and neutralized 
that what's being the result is the planet is feeling very serene, very calm to me. Um, there is a lot less schisming, so to speak. It's as if the whole planet is moving much more solidly into a state of balance. And also the souls upon the planet. It's As I said, we're, we were being worked on as well. Now the energy that's coming down from both poles is literally, I see it creating a they're connecting through the planet, so that both poles are now being connected. And I see um, spokes coming from the center, from the core of the planet, spokes of beautiful, bright energy moving out to the rim where the um, all of the tornadoes are. It's just further moving into place to bringing in the balance and the harmony, the nurturing, the... Uh, expanded uh, energy flow, the you know bringing in the the energy to really tackle and help the planet on multiple levels. I see it helping the geothermal kind of events, you know, the earthquakes, the moving of the plates around the planet. I mean, I had no idea we would get into this sort of thing. But in any case, I feel there's a lot of tension being eased, a lot of pressures being eased. You know, there's always pressure, magma, and all of those things going on in the, around the center of the earth or underneath the crust. The That all feels uh, bring, being brought into a state of balance. It doesn't mean that it isn't going to um, still be operational but what I'm seeing is that the pressure points, some of the pressure points are being released so that it's instead of just having pressure in one area, build up, build up, build up, maybe to explode into an, either an earthquake or a volcano or something, the pressure is being handled more in a more balanced way so that the earth can process what it needs to process. It is going through its own soul, mind, body uh, detox because it has to detox the all that it's been carrying for a long time just like we do in order to move up in frequency in order to continue its journey um, I mean it can continue its journey move up in its frequency without going through the healing as we can but it's much more traumatic there's much more trauma and drama when that when when we're not actively helping ourselves. Um, we will be pulled through and we will get to the other side, but it'll be more difficult. And it's the same with the planet because the planet is actively involved in this healing. The uh, healing is helping with the stresses, the uh, the tension. It's helping, this healing is helping with all the pollutants. Uh, the, all that detox is going on Okay. What I'm seeing now is I'm seeing deserts blossom. That just hit me. I wasn't looking for any results, but I'm seeing deserts blossom, blossom, which to me is symbolic that water and uh, 
nutrients and life, so to speak, you know, in the in the plant and animal kingdoms are moving into areas that were barren. So I feel like all of this balancing, all of this healing is going to help the earth bring balance into the areas uh, that are in a state of lack, whether it's a lack of rain, um, a, a lack of um, maybe it's just, I, you know, I don't know, wherever there's a lack, uh, a lack could be many things. And so I just, that symbolically, that desert image that just began to shift could is to me an indicator that there's going to be balancing. Now, when it comes to people, I do feel that there will become a more of a balance too the between the I have and the I have not. Now, I want you to understand that the idea of I have and I have not makes no difference whether you're living in, uh, we all carry that element in an out-of-balance state, whether we are living in the United States or whether we're, or we're living in some um, a third world country that is on the base uh, on the edge of just subsistence the idea of i have and i have not is carried within and if you feel and believe you have not then you're going to mirror that on the outside the unfortunate thing is that we look outside of ourselves to determine what we have not instead of seeing what we have often so what I feel is coming in is the balance of the perception of individuals around the planet about this whole I have and I have not issue. Um, because keep in mind that once we all, the individuals, come into more of a state of balance about the I have and the I have not, the planet itself will be moving into that same mirroring and reflecting the same state of balance. So it's really about individuals, and we, um, we've we all worked on releasing and into the, those tornadoes uh, our own demons of the mind, our own toxins of the mind, so to speak, our own belief systems that are skewed and imbalanced and that hold us stuck. So it's us and the planet, and all of the planet's etheric bodies are releasing. Now, let me just... Just go in. Okay, the higher selves are indicating to me that we we need to actively and consciously uh, infuse not only ourselves but the planet itself with the divine forgiveness energy and divine love energy. And this, this energy is moving in through and around the planet now. It's also moving in through and around all of us. And I want to say the divine acceptance, but there's also another element here that's coming in. And that is the, the sense, the purity of the, of the concept that we're all equal, that every single soul, no matter how it is expressing, whether it's a human soul or a plant or an animal or the planet itself, every single soul is absolutely pure and perfect. And so there's this divine acceptance that's coming in, the, decept- the acceptance of our, of our um, equality, the acceptance of our 
being part of a conglomerate whole. We're all part of originating source of all there is. We are part of all there is. And so there is what's moving in, I feel, is much more of an acceptance that we're all one. And so that the, the, the respect and the caring is not just for ourselves or for our immediate loved ones or maybe for our fa- big extended families or a village or a town, but there's a sense of community, global community moving in here now. a sense of acceptance that moves into the idea of accepting others no matter what they believe, no matter what they feel, no matter what they express. There's a sense of acceptance moving in here that that's okay instead of something to be blamed or attacked or be threatened by. So I really want to release, have all of us release um Anything we might carry, because no matter how much we're like that in this life, because this is much more prevalent in this life, the, the concepts here on the planet are much higher than where we've been before for the most part. So we carried at that energetic level where there was all this judgment about sinners or about people who uh, were bad or were evil, you know, judgment and blame and all of those things I talk about virtually every week. So I want everyone to release all of that so that the divine acceptance of and the divine community, the divine global love and appreciation and respect for each and every soul at whatever level they are moves in. And the analogy that I'm being given is, you know, every single one of yourselves is part of your physical body. They're all equally important. So you wouldn't just take care of your heart and ignore your skin or just take care of your uh, your brain and ignore your kidneys. You, if Every part of the body is as important as everyone else. And as a whole, all the parts... Uh, being more healthy, the whole is more healthy. And it's the same way here. So we need to respect and care about all of the parts, all of the souls on the planet. And I know I'm talking to the choir, but I really want to encourage you, everybody, to uh, release into this very powerful light, lighted field that we've set up. I want you to release all any old feelings, any old judgments, any old hierarchies that somehow... Somebody is better than us or we're better than somebody else. All of that kind of stuff needs to be let go of because if we hold those on, even if we're not aware of them, they're operating in the background. They're operating in the background. They are drawing in situations, conditions, other people that are going to mirror whatever those beliefs are. So we want to, you want to let go of all that old stuff and really stand in the center of oneness. Oneness with each other, oneness with the planet, oneness with the minerals, plants, and animals, oneness with the totality of the universe, known and unknown. Just to help, I'm going to call in Divine Flush. The divine flush is moving down through, in through and around each and every individual, helping to flush out 
all the misunderstandings and misinterpretations and the the, the limited beliefs uh, that we carry that hold us stuck, that hold us um, in patterns that we aren't happy with. And so I'm asking for this divine flush to move in through and around. And in essence, it's also moving in through and around the planet. I'm seeing um, this very powerful energy move into the chakra system of the planet. And it is really, it's as if it's bringing the fresh spring rains. And it's just pulling out the um, pollution you know, like when it rains and and you can and suddenly all the smog is gone. I mean, people in LA know what I'm talking about. I'm not sure everybody else would, but but it's as if it's washing away. Uh, of course, it's divine energy, so it's not just washing it away. It's neutralizing it, and it is clearing uh, the pollution around the planet. Wow. It's as if we've just had a spring rain. Um, another way of looking at it is maybe that um, a beautiful snowfall that comes and makes the, the area just blanketed in white, and it's so quiet and still and beautiful out. Everything is sparkly, and that's the kind of feeling I'm getting from this divine flush energy, which is just more light, more beauty, more serenity, more cleanly, more healing, more balancing energy moving around the planet and, and really helping in the, the the pollution in the atmosphere. Okay. Wow. So it feels like the the healing has come to an end. And so I want everyone to be, to understand that you and the all of you and the planet itself is being encased in this very powerful cocoon energy that I talk about each week so that the energies the clearing the shifts that we've all done including the planet will be uh be processed it will continue that if more processing is needed it will continue but also it will help with the acclimation so that to the shifts to help the planet with the acclimate to acclimatize or to acclimate with the shifts around it. It's just so interesting. It's so interesting, and I can't thank everybody enough for allowing me this opportunity. I know I make the decisions for the show, but I just don't feel it would be anything like this if I didn't have those, all of you listening in and joining in with the healing. Again, whether it's live or archived, we're in the forever now moment. So those have, those listening in the future, those energies are part of what's going on in the present. It's very powerful, guys. And the planet is giving me a symbolic smile. There's a sense of relief and a sense of joy here that I'm feeling from the planet. Now, again, you know, it's weird to say that because we associate emotions with ourselves. But um, I'm just translating, so to speak, what if, if a planet could express or could have feelings, what it might be feeling. And that's what I'm feeling, a sense of relief, a sense of lightness, uh, a sense of hope, 
um, a sense of anticipation. It just feels really good to me. It feels really good to me, guys. Okay. The higher selves are now closing down the forever now moment, and it's just their way to indicate that the healing session is done. Now, it didn't take very long, and I honestly didn't prepare anything else for the show because I thought it would take the whole time. But this is happening in my meetup groups. It's happening in my with my own work. It's happening with the work that I do in my smaller groups. Um, we're discovering that it doesn't take long to do some very significant deep work. It just is speeding up along with everything else. The actual healing is going deeper, faster. It's very, very exciting. Now, I do want to give you the number. If anybody wants to call in, I, you know, maybe nobody is listening at this point. I don't know. But the number is 646-668-8565. If there is anybody who would like to call in, and again, it's 646-668-8565. If you'd like to call in the next few minutes, I would just be thrilled to have some feedback, if anyone sensed anything or saw anything or has any questions or whatever. Um, wow. I'm kind of in la-la land a little bit, guys. The I, I do want to give you my email. I did say last week, if anybody knew Joan Culpepper, to please contact me, and nobody did, but it was a long shot because she... She was really doing her work in the eight, you know, 70s, 80s, and early 90s, so it's a long time ago. But in any case, I'm going to put out one more, one more idea. I have a friend, and every couple, three weeks, somebody comes in her life, or somebody is drawn somebody draws attention to somebody else in her life that has a major issue going on. And so this friend of mine is in. Oh, I have a caller. Wow. Hit the question mark if you want to talk to me because maybe you're the one, maybe you're somebody who wants to talk about the healing. That would be so great if you were, but maybe you're just tuning in to listen. I don't know. But I think you can press a, a button to get to show me you want to talk to me. But anyway, this friend of mine. Oh, she did. She pressed the button, guys. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, let me... I'm putting you on speaker now. Hi. Hi, Janet. It's Karen. Karen! Hi. I'm so excited you called. (laughs) And just for other people, you have to press 1. You have to get the keypad and press 1. Okay, thank you, Karen. I knew there was something they had to press. I wasn't sure, though. Yeah, <laughs> I just knew that because I've called Blog Talk uh, hostesses before. So, oh, okay, okay. So, so yes, me. I've been I've been listening, and I think I love what you're doing. I mean, I'm just as I say it, I'm getting teary. So, whenever that happens, I know I'm telling the truth. Um, <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just my little sign. 
I, I think it was uh, just a wonderful thing to do, and I I hope you continue to maybe incorporate, you know, the planetary healing in your other shows, you know, when you work with individuals too, you know? Yes, I know. I need to find a way to do it because I think it's very, uh, very important, and it's certainly, there's more, there's so much more to it than, than I would have imagined. Uh, you know, I'm new at this. I have a great faith in this work because I've just learned not to move to the place like, oh, I can't do it or it won't work. I've I've moved to the place of being open to giving it a, a chance. And and wow. <laughs> it's it Yeah, really- I, I loved listening to what you were seeing, you know, the tornadoes and so so what I was doing in my own meditation was I was, you know, imagining seeing exactly what you were saying, which, you know, maybe I did and maybe I didn't, I don't know. But I I would continue to uh visualize a like a an axis pole of light going through the center of the earth and then putting myself in that as well. You know, nice. so it was like the healing of the planet and a little for me and a little for everybody else, you know, that kind of thing. Well, it, exactly. And what I love is that you're using your own issue, your own images, your own, you're becoming actively involved in the healing as well. Because I use images because it's it's sometimes easier for us to focus if there's a symbol, yeah. but it doesn't, my symbol doesn't matter if you get another symbol or somebody else brings in additional stuff or changes it up, that's fine because it's all going in this, with the same intention. We're all working with the divine energies and different symbols work for different people. So, yay, Karen. <laughs> yay. Well, yay, Janet. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I just wanted to give you a positive review because I think this is wonderful. Oh, well, thank you. I, I really do appreciate it, and it, it certainly doesn't mean that, that that all the reviews have to be positive. There can be also comments or questions or like, oh, my God, what the heck, you know? What does this mean? Yeah, of course. It can be anything, but I do really fully appreciate, Karen, that you were, uh, that you did listen and that you called. I just so appreciate it. That's just so nice. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have very many live listeners anyway because of the fact that it's during the work day. So many people are off right. at work. Um, but in any case, I do appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, I listen whenever I can. So. Oh, oh great, great. Now, um, you did you hear the part about the the next show being dark and then the three shows with those three people coming on. Did you hear that? Oh, I didn't hear about the next show. I just heard that I came in toward the end of talking about the three people. Oh, okay. Yeah, next week, just just so you know. No show. Um, yeah, okay. um, my daughter got engaged, so I'm going to see her next week, and I'll be traveling on Wednesday. So. Oh, I congratulations. Won't. Oh, thank you. I know it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, Okay, well, I guess I guess that's you. Want, is there Unless anything else? Unless you have any any healing time for me, at, you know, can you do anything there, or do you have enough time for anything like that? It's not that I don't have time, but I'm really ha- only half here. Uh, what is it? Is is it a big oh, issue? Oh, got it. 
Is there something we can spend just a few moments on? I'm just feeling completely out of it. I got just pulled into this whole, and I know I sound normal when I talk, but you know, if no, you've ever I know. I totally the middle understand. of the night, yeah, and you, you're talking to somebody and the next morning you don't remember it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's kind of the way it feels for me. It's like I'm functioning, but I'm really out of it. Well, I benefited a lot just from, you know, what you did, as I told you how. So, so you know, another time. To email me and um, ask me now, I won't, I won't get to it now for a month, but I will start to, anybody can email me, Janet at JanetRichmond.com, and I will start a list, and it just, you know, as you come, I'll get to you guys as soon as I can. But you think I should work on the, your idea is to work on the planet even when I'm doing individual healings. I can do that, actually. I, I can well, do if, it. If, if there's a way you can, you know, set aside a few minutes for that every time, you know. I can, even do, it. I can even do it. I can even do it simultaneously. I can even do it simultaneously. If I bring the planet into the state of amalgamation with us, it would be like another soul sitting on the rim working. That's a perfect thing to do. That's, How about that, that sounds like it. Yeah. So okay, I okay, good. Thank you for saying that. I've got now. I've got stuff. I'm sure the higher self will give me some info on it at some point when I get to it. Cool. Okay. Things are expanding. All right. Well, thank you so much, Karen. I wish nice you the best day, you. week, and month. All right. Lots, lots of love okay. to you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, guys, um, I was just saying when I saw somebody did call in, I was so excited. Uh, thank you, thank you again, Karen. I was just saying that I, I have this friend, and she's she's part of this group that I have. There's three of us, and we try to meet every Monday, but it's usually more like two times a month or maybe three times a month, and it's not always Monday. It's hard with our schedules to always get together, but we do meet fairly consistently. And this one friend is always has somebody being brought to her attention that has a, a, a difficult problem. And so she brings it to the group. We um, talk about it, and we often work on that person in our group. And the last couple of times she's brought somebody, and I've had this group for a couple of years, with these two people, and the last time she, last two times she brought this in, I'm just, what I get hit with is the sense that I'm trying to put out a forest fire with one drop of water at a time. The forest fire being, well, not only that one person has that issue, like she brought someone with a serious situation with autism, and so autism, as we all know, is worldwide and many souls have autism have brought it in for themselves for whatever reason so i'm thinking when we work on this one person with autism it's like we're trying to put out a forest fire because we can only work on that one you know we're only working on that one little person now it's not that it isn't important and it's not that we don't help because trust me we have helped these people however my goal is always to go more global, and I've been doing it on the show. And I'm just wondering, I'm thinking, 
of maybe I should do a show maybe once a month that is just oriented to one topic and not necessarily having, I don't know, I sort of do it on the show anyway, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. But the sense of frustration I've had the last couple of times she brought somebody there with the fact that we're trying to put out a forest fire of problems one drop at a time. It really, maybe it's just that I'm being motivated more and more to work at a more global level, just like we did today. We worked at a global level, and so maybe that's what's coming up for me, is to just keep expanding into that global process. I would really invite anybody to contact me via email, Janet, JanetRichmond.com, to give me any feedback, any ideas, any thoughts, any whatevers. Uh, I would really appreciate it. I I know everybody has a busy day, and email, emailing me may not be at the top of your list. But if you find a few moments to send me a comment, I'd really appreciate it. In any case, I am completely out of it. And again, I apologize to Karen, uh, but I have to... I literally have to go through a process of sort of coming out of it all and and grounding myself again because I'm still in that la-la land sense. So I'm going to cut the show short today, And but still I think we did powerful work. I will try to incorporate the earth more and more into our healing sessions, whether I have it on the rim along with everybody else, or I do it in another way, I'm sure the higher self will help me give me some indicators uh, over the weeks because I won't be able to get to it for the next four weeks. As as I explained, I'll be that'll be a dark day next week, and then there's a guest on each of the next three weeks. It's Rosemary Guiley first, live on the 6th. Then on the 13th, there will be a pre-tape show with Laura Eisenhower, and on the 20th, a live show with Mark Peebler, who also goes by Dr. Dream. And I, I really hope you'll all tune in to him. I will be advertising it, and there'll be more information about each of the people, so you'll know what you may or may not be, um, you know, if, if it's interesting to you or not. In any case, I also want to say, don't forget, there is an expo, a contact expo in the desert, in Joshua Tree, California, on May 29th, 30th, and 31st. So with that, I thank you all again, and I will be back in two weeks. All right. I really, truly love you all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.